You're tuned in to America's Positive Radio Talk Show. David Essel Alive. Welcome aboard. So glad that you're taking some of the time out of your busy Saturday to share with us here. Celebrating 22 years on 22 years on the air, bringing the messages that we're going to continue to bring today to lift your mind, your body, your spirit, your finances, whatever it is that you need changed in your life. This show is all about that. 1-800-548-8255. David Essel Live is broadcasting on XM Satellite Radio 168 to our 12 million, unbelievable number, 12 million XM subscribers. Welcome aboard. And then worldwide via TalkDavid.com. Proud to be part of the Premier Radio Network. Absolutely. And we are broadcasting, as we do every Saturday, from 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. It's all pure, positive talk radio. 1-800-548-8255. In a minute, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the answer to this question. How do we deal with challenges in life in a really productive way? I'm going to give you a unique answer in a minute. So hang right in there. How to deal with our challenges in life in a unique and a very productive way. I'll answer that coming up. Our guest today, we're going to start off with Dr. Mitch Genn. I have actually, I'm looking forward to Dr. Mitch being on the show. I've had a chance to be on several of his radio shows. He's the author of Advanced Guide to Longevity. And we're going to talk about using nutrition to delay aging and heal chronic disease. Dr. Jen Landa is coming up, the author of Sex Drive Solution for Women. Losing our sex drive is not a natural part of aging. Isn't that interesting? Because a lot of times people say, oh, you know, you're just, you're not as amorous as you were before with your boyfriend, girlfriend, with your husband, your wife. Because you're getting older, it's okay. Dr. Jen says, nonsense. Dr. Stephen Crane's coming back, talking to us about enhancing the functioning of our endorphins to deal with stress and pain, to enhance energy. And Dr. Stephen Wexler is going to be with us talking about healing migraines, arthritis, lupus, colitis, and more naturally. You are tuned into America's Positive Radio Talk Show. David Essel alive. So, okay, how do we best deal with challenges in a unique way? And the answer is, and I'm going to tell you a story, the answer is become the observer of your stress. Become the observer of your frustration with money, your partner, your health, the canceled flight, become the observer. Now, I remember a number of years ago, Ram Das, who's a great spiritual teacher at a, uh, at a seminar, talked about becoming the observer, and I loved it. It's almost like what he was saying. Someone asked him, what does it mean to be enlightened? And he said, well, let me give you an example. You're driving to the airport. All of a sudden, you've given yourself two and a half hours to get there. It's a 45-minute ride. You're going to have plenty of time, and then there's a, an accident. And as you look at your watch, you're going to miss the flight. And he said the first response of the enlightened person is they become the observer. And they go, ah, traffic jam, canceled flight. (laughs) That's it, right? That's it. Or you're arguing with your partner again. And instead of going down the same path and picking the same words and sticking to your guns because you know you're right, you stop within 30 seconds and you think to yourself, ah, another argument with partner. And you stop. In other words, you become the observer of your stress versus the participant. So think about that. Number one, whatever is stressing you out, if it's your money, your health, whatever, when the stress hits, if it's your partner, your kids, go, ah, there's my response. I'm frustrated. I'm angry. I'm pissed off right now. So be aware as the observer of your reaction to stress, right? Take a big breath. 
and just be aware and then go ahead and make a decision of how you want to react. Now, most of us, and when I use this with my clients, the end result is amazing. Most of us do not react with the same negative emotion once we've pulled back and we're the observer. And then the second step, get help. If you see yourself, the same argument, the same worry about money, the same worry about your health, the same worry about your career, go find a different perspective. Get an unbiased answer or two to what you're going through. We love the fact that you're with us because the whole purpose of the show is to help you bring your life to the next level. Right after these messages, we're back with a kick-butt show. David Essel in the box with you. All the information on our guests and our show is at TalkDavid.com. Visit it right now while we got a chance. I'm David Essel. Stay there. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Talk Show. David Essel in the box with you. Welcome aboard, celebrating 22 years on the air. And we're glad that you're with us as we give you thoughts and ideas on how to take your life to the next level. It's exactly what our next guest, Dr. Mitch Gann, is going to do. He's the co-author of four textbooks, including Advanced Guide to Longevity, radio host in South Florida on WFTL, ranked as one of the top 10 doctors in the world by the American Academy for Anti-Aging Medicine, and a guy that I've had a chance to interact with over the last couple of weeks on two of his own radio shows. You can find out more about Dr. Mitch at drmitchshow.com. Dr. Mitch, welcome. Hey, Dave. It sounds like my mother talking. That's excellent. <laughs> Thank you, my man. Thank you very much. Hey, hey, we, there's so much that we could talk about, but but one of the things that I wanted to ask you about is this IV nutritional medicine. Uh, now, that sounds very scientific. Tell us about IV nutritional medicine. Well, IV nutritional medicine is the medicine of the future, basically. It's the use of nutrients, the vitamins and minerals intravenously, for so many folks who are depleted. We don't realize that when we take a vitamin or mineral, which most of us do by mouth, on our best day of our lives, we're getting about 30% absorption and <laughs> typically somewhere about 5 to 15%, especially if we're taking any tor- sort of acid blocker or any other type of medicine, it goes down precipitously. So to saturate ourselves and give ourselves everything that we require, the IV route provides just that. It's 100% absorption. So folks with every disease you can imagine from things like cancer right down to something even simpler, just chronic fatigue or fibromyalgia, they require intravenous nutrition as well. And it's something that I teach to, of course, physicians all over the world. And But this is something that you would, you would have to go to a doctor's office for, obviously, correct? Oh, absolutely. This is something that has to be prescribed and has to be done by a physician who has had training in doing it. There are training courses uh, that I give throughout the United States. These have to be someone who has a prescribing license because these nutrients are actually intravenous nutrients that are made up by a compounding pharmacy for the most part. The pharmacies that are able to, you know, make the prescriptions for those type of hormones, 
the bioidentical hormones, they can make those things exactly the way the doctor wants it. So if I want 100 milligrams, let's say, for example, of B1, that's how they're going to make that particular item for me so that I can make a specific IV nutrient combination for you, example, Dave, as it would be different for the next person. Right. Now, now we were, let, let, let's just stay on the B vitamins. So if you and I are taking B vitamins at home, Dr. Mitch, we take it on a, on a daily basis, uh, we get up, we go. How frequently would someone have to go to a doctor's office for IV nutritional therapy to get the same nu- nutrients that they're taking on a daily basis? Well, see, that really depends because if it's something that's quite significant, if they have a disorder or, for example, they lack the nutrients in the food, which they do, if they have any malabsorption type of syndromes, which many do, or they're, they have a problem like a specific disorder or disease, they're going to have to have IV nutrition more often than not. For example, there are many people that have, let's take the chronic fatigue patient. They will never get better because this particular diagnosis is a wash bucket. Many people have it. They have this. It's a nutrient deficiency. It's a neurotransmitter deficiency. It's a mineral type of deficiency. So by getting an IV nutrient IV perhaps once or even twice a week for five, six, or even ten weeks, the body is then replete, it's back with all the things that it needs, and then you can go back to the oral route. So again, each individual case has to be looked at just that way as an individual to determine what's best for them and what exactly they need. You know, we're talking with Dr. Mitch again, and if you want more information on Dr. Mitch, go to drmitchshow.com. Dr. Mitch, we we receive, I mean, on your radio shows, you get a slew of of questions about health, and we we probably get about 30% of the questions that come in are health-related. It seems like there's a huge increase in gastrointestinal disorder. Irritable bowel syndrome is something that comes in on a regular basis. What is it that you would treat, just generically, if you could say with IV nutritional therapy, we'd use these compounding agents to help someone combat IBS? Okay, that's a great uh, question, by the way, Dave. And I think the reason, I think we should step back for one second. It's okay with you. Take even 20 seconds to say the reason that that's occurring nowadays is because of the food. They're completely devoid of good nutrients. They don't have the enzymes. We can't digest like we did before. And if you even look at just plain water, most of the water has chlorinated products. The water is chlorinated, and it kills the good bacteria. We have 500 different species that live in the bowel. So what happens is our guts are not able to do the digestive process like they were when we were younger. Plus the fact the difference between a 22-year-old and a 40-year-old is a thousand-fold decrease in enzymes, digestive enzymes. So what would we use to answer your question? We would use those things like vitamin C and B1 and B2 and B6 and B12, folic acid, dexpanthenol, the list goes on and on, magnesium, calcium, those things that the body, which would normally make from the gut, like the B vitamins, now we could use them intravenously. And, of course, vitamin C is used in almost all IVs because it has such a huge capability in so many different disorders, and it's required by from the brain, the eye, and the, and the blood cells, particularly the white blood cells, your defense system. And you had mentioned earlier, Dr. Mitch, that if a person you know, did start to utilize this IV nutritional therapy, that after a certain number of weeks, they could go back to taking their own supplements or supplements that someone like yourself or another nutritional doctor would recommend. And then, and then does that 
last long term, or do the, does their body eventually go back to needing the re, the infusion of the IV therapy? Well, we hope that whatever the circumstance that led them to the office to begin with, that we're correcting it and closing that gap. And again, it really depends on, are we really going to, Dave, change our lifestyle? If we change Mm. our lifestyle, then we may not have to go back. And the idea is to basically bring on the oral nutrients as you're using the IV, taper the IV, and then try to put someone completely on an oral program. That would absolutely be the best. Now, like anything else, when we start to feel good, what do we do? We start to <laughs> and we and we start to, we start to eat the crap again. And before you yes. know it, they need to come back for more tune-up. We hope that by utilizing always five areas, Dave, always, which is something to do with diet, something to do with exercise, something to do with our hormones to balance them, and then of course the nutrition inside and outside of the cells. And lastly, detoxification. We do all five areas. That person's going to get to be the healthiest. And you've got to do all five simultaneously. And hopefully, if you do change your lifestyle and change the way you think, then you can have a very productive, long, and healthy life. Because the key, of course, is health and to remain optimally healthy. And what is, like, on average, um, how long would a a nutritional IV therapy session be? Would a person, on average, if they're going to once a week, would it be 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour? Typically, it's about an hour and a half. The average is about an hour. Some are sometimes a little longer, sometimes a little shorter. But the average, to just give someone an idea, it's about an hour and a half. It's usually in a comfortable chair. The IV's put in. It's vitamins and nutrients. It's very comfortable, usually a nice room. Uh, the nurses are typically phenomenal IV uh, types of nutri- uh, nutritionists. They're great at what they do, and the people just feel absolutely super because it's different than anything before. You're literally allowing your cells to drink up all the nutrients that really requires, and it's 100% absorbed. Yeah. Now, on top of the chronic care with the diseases, there's something else that you use this for, and that is anti-aging. Give us some ideas about what you might use to help someone to reverse the physical aging process. So we're our healthiest between 18 and 25. Think about it. Who in high school really had any cancer, heart disease of any sort? For the most part, nobody. And you could take your cells out from 18 to 25, and you can see that they are basically never aging. You could pass them, clone them 250 times, they still look the same, but that all changes. Our adaptations become impossible because of all the exposures and toxins we have. And then we notice by the time we're 40, we have 400 times more chance of having a disease than we did 18 to 25. At 60, we have 1,000 times more chance of having a disease. And then by the time we're 80, we have 2,500 times more chance of having a disease. So what we're trying to do is to mimic or create the same situation that we had when we were 18 to 25 by creating the health of these 100 to 200 trillion cells that make us up, Dave. So if we can do that and the intercommunication, which we call the hormones, and we use IV nutrition to recreate what we were and the type and level when we were 18 to 25, that's what anti-aging is really about. It's not really true. It's like a misnomer. But we can reverse the clock 10 to 15 years and create a very healthy situation for ourselves. 
And on top of, obviously, the hormones that, that become depleted as we age, what are other type of nutritional supplements that would, would help in regards to reversing that aging process? nutrients. Anyone you can think of, minerals are actually start to be used up as we get older. The simple water-soluble vitamins, if we don't replace them every single day, then we use them up. The perfect example I use all the time is vitamin C. The lower animals make vitamin C because they have the enzyme. The human doesn't. And if you look at the animal model compared to us, if we extrapolate, take out the data, we recognize that the animal's making, if we were able to do so, somewhere between five and 15,000 milligrams, for example, of vitamin C a day. Now, hmm. none of us take that much on a typical basis, but yet our bodies have this requirement. So we should be taking all of the vitamins, and when the USDA Oh, about 10, 15 years ago, did a study of about 2,200 individuals. They found not one by their food alone, not one got all 16 of the major vitamins. That doesn't include <laughs> the other 60 or so minerals. So you could imagine it's physically impossible without supplementation to get what you need for optimal health. And, and what would that be for someone who, who doesn't have a chronic disease, uh, Dr. Mitch, and, and who wants to really feel their best and be their best? Let's just stay with vitamin C. What would the average person, what should they be taking in on a daily basis milligrams? Okay, that's an excellent question, Dave. I mean, if you look at the recommended daily allowance, you're looking between 60 and 120 milligrams, which is supposedly the number that stops us from having the vitamin C deficiency syndrome, i.e. scurvy. But for, in reality, we're like, for example, you and I, they're on the radio, we're working, we're trying to help people gain control of their lives and, and do something with themselves, and we're trying to take care of people every day, and people that work hard and, and think hard, anywhere between two to 10,000 milligrams wow. of vitamin C is probably where we should be. And you can add, add, add. You could start at 120. Are you stressed? Add another 1,000 milligrams. Do you smoke cigarettes? Add some more uh, uh, vitamin C. Do you have any medications that you take? Add more vitamin And the list just keeps on going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's unbelievable. It's endless, isn't it? It's endless. Hey, Dr. Mitch, we've got 40 seconds left. Give us 30 hard seconds of good tips to help our listeners make this year a better and a healthier year. Okay, let's make 2013 the best year. Start lifestyle changes. It starts with your diet. Take out the things that you can't pronounce out of your diet. If you need a master's degree to pronounce it, don't eat it. Number two, get yourself into an exercise program at least three to four days a week. doesn't even need to be more than 20 minutes three to four times a week. And get yourself to a good nutritionist, someone or an integrative physician that could determine which vitamins, minerals, and hormones that you need. Replace it all and get yourself started on a new lease on life. It's great to be healthy. Let's do it together and stay healthy this year. Like I always say, my motto, look good, feel good, and have great sex. <laughs> Dr. Mitch, Dr. Mitch Gen. For more information, he's voted one of the top 10 anti-aging physicians in the world by the American Academy for Anti-Aging Medicine. For more information on Dr. Mitch, visit his website at drmitchshow.com. Dr. Mitch, it was great to have you on our show. We will get you back, my man. Thank you so much, Dave. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. Is sex not as exciting as it used to be? Coming up, Dr. Jen Landa is going to help us out. I'm David Essel, talkdavid.com. Stay there.
You're tuned in to America's Positive Radio talk show, David Essel Alive, celebrating 21, no, let me take that back, 22 years. That's right, it's January, 22 years on the air. Thank you so much for sharing some of your time on your busy Saturday with us and my amazing guests, 1-800-548-8255. Every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Coming up in about 1 minute and 40 seconds, we have Dr. Jen Landa on. I'm so excited to get her back. Check this out. If you think losing your sex drive as you age is normal, Dr. Jen says absolute nonsense. She's the author of the book, The Sex Drive Solution for Women. And this is a woman who has struggled with her own sex drive. So who better? You know, it's like it's like if you want to get sober, get sober with someone that used to be an addict, alcoholic, etc. Right. Dr. Jen as a medical MD, struggled in her own personal life. She found a way out. Now she's helping millions of women and men, I want to tell you, and men regain their sex drive. We're going to come back uh, in a second with, with her. And I just want to share this really quickly. As you're listening to the show, either on XM Satellite Radio 168 or online, if you want to pick up the show on your smartphone, on your iPhone, your Android, you can do it. All you have to do is follow these directions. Join the David Essel Live VIP texting club, and I'm going to tell you the directions how to do it, and you can listen where you... We have people, God's honest truth, we have cattle ranchers in Kansas that listen as they're out breaking the water so their cattle can drink and feeding, and as a matter of fact, they named a little baby calf David <laughs> because, because they listen to the show while they're out taking care of cattle. Now, isn't that devotion? This is what you have to do. Just type in the number on your smartphone, 69302, 69302. Then in the message box, just type Talk David. One word, lowercase, Talk David. Hit send. Let me tell you that again. Type in the number, 69302. Then the message, Talk David. T-A-L-K, David, all one word, lowercase, hit send. You will then get a, a, a response text back with a link to listen to the show live no matter where you go. Technology rocks. 1-800-548-8255. As I mentioned a minute ago, if you think that because you've been with someone for 10, 15, 20, 30 years that your sex drive should drop or because you're 40, 50, 60, 70, that not having a drive, no libido is normal, Dr. Jen Landis says it's absolute nonsense. She's been featured on Fox TV, Shape Magazine, Men's Health Magazine, amongst many things. And our listeners already love her because she's coming back for more. Dr. Jen, welcome back. Thanks so much for having me, David. I'm excited to be here. I am too. And you know, I sent you a couple, a one or two emails. We have listeners that heard you before that when they found out you're coming back, they've been emailing us, Dr. Jen, they love you. Oh, that's great. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. <laughs> Absolutely. In your 20s, you lost your libido. How normal is that? You know, it's not as common as losing it later in life, but it's not as com uncommon as we think because I'll share with you because it's really important for me to, for people to understand this. One of the big reasons that I lost my sex drive was from being on the birth control pill. Because what the birth control pill does is it blocks free testosterone. So some women even endure sexual pain because they go into almost like a menopausal state with their vaginal tissues because of the yeah. lack of hormones that, that birth control pills can, can cause in some women. 
and some women lose their drive and they don't realize, you know, that that's what it was from. And I didn't realize, even though I was an OBGYN, I didn't know that that's what it was from, but later discovered that that was a big part of it. I had never heard that. You know, with all the guests that we've interviewed, Dr. Jen, I've never heard anyone con- make that connection. And that's so important because I can't, un- I can't even imagine how many millions of, of, of our listeners who are women um, that are on the pill that may be suffering right now and not knowing why. That's incredible. It is incredible, David. And there's some new research coming out. What they're doing is they're, they're making the pills stronger and stronger for being able to fight acne. That's one of the big ways that birth control pill companies can get an extra indication for their drug, which of course extends their patent life. So what happens is when they do that, what they're doing is they're blocking the free testosterone because that's one of the things that can cause women to get acne in the first place. So it makes them stronger and stronger for going against the libido and the sex drive. But one of the new things that they're finding is in certain people, this can even be permanent, even after they get off the pill. That's oh, my Lord. Scary. Yeah, that is. That is. What, what is the average age, Dr. Jen, that you see with men and women in your practice struggling with a, a, a slow or a, maybe even a rapid decrease in their sex drive? Is, is, is 40 the, the, the mark? Is 50 the mark? Do you see some type of, of, of an area that you can say a lot of people suffer once they hit X? You know, I see it all, over, all across the board, but I would say the big bulk of it centers starting in the 40s and then anywhere from there on, of course. You know, I see a lot of men and women in their 40s who've lost their libido and are struggling with that, especially in the later 40s and certainly in the 50s, 60s, and beyond. Yeah. And once someone, like, like I'm going to give out the, the website for more information on Dr. Jen, go to jenlandamd.com, jenlandamd.com. She's got some very cool things. There's a 30-day program for women about getting your sex drive back with webinars and monthly Q&As. There's a lot of awesome information at her website um, that, that, you, that I want really people to go ahead and take advantage of. Like, check it out, jenlandamd.com. How long, on average, Dr. Jen, when someone enrolls in your program, how long does it take before they start to see a regrouping and an increase in their sex drive? You know, it depends how, how aggressive they are about taking advantage of the message. You know, I heard you saying that, too. You know, you can get all the advice in the world, but, you know, how much of it you're going to follow. But if people really start to make the changes that I ask them to make, I think they can start feeling changes right away. I really think that we can make a huge difference just by doing just small little things in our lives every day. I always talk about how it boils down to, I, I boil, boil it down to the reasons that women lose their sex drive to a very simple acronym called HARSH, because losing our sex drive is HARSH. And right. so H is for habit, A for attitude, R for relationships, S for stress, and H for hormones. And I give people really simple ways to change what they do, just little things one step at a time so that they can start getting their passion back on track. Well, and speaking of that, I wanted to go over some of the clients that you've worked with. There was, uh, when you said loss of passion, there was a woman, uh, one of your clients, Laura, went through the empty nest syndrome, totally lost her passion. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's the, I'm going to, I'm going to even give you the end result. And then Dr. Jen, I want you to tell us how you got her there. Now she has sex every day. Now that's a, quite a turnaround. How did it happen? <laughs> 
So how did it happen? I know. Isn't that amazing? She yes. is a really cool woman. So she came into me when she was just starting to go into menopause. So she was, you know, some de- sometimes she'd miss her periods. Sometimes she'd get two periods in a month. You know, that kind of craziness. And she was having you know, all kinds of symptoms. It wasn't only her sex drive that brought her in. You know, it was hot flashes, trouble sleeping, moodiness, you know, and with all of that going on, a lot of women are even like, you know, just just get me sleeping again. You know, screw the sex drive. It's like the least of my <laughs> <Right>. concerns. But, <laughs> um, but when, what happened also with her was the fact that they were going into the empty nest thing. They had raised, in a blended family, they had raised five kids. The fifth kid finally left. And, you know, that's the time where you feel like, okay, aren't we supposed to be celebrating and making whoopee, you know? <laughs> and all of a sudden, and, you know, and then you sort of sit there alone, you and your husband, and look at each other and you go, oh, my God, we better figure out what we've got left in common and everything because we've been so busy raising these kids that, you know, we're now we're sitting, sitting here faced with just one another. And she realized, that's when she really realized it hit home, like the passion was kind of gone. And... Mm. So we did a whole bunch of things with Laura, but we started out, of course, you know, I evaluated her hormones, looked at what was out of balance, helped her bring those things back into balance. And then we also talked a lot about other things she could do, little habits she could do and things like that. So one of the things I asked her to do was to observe what turned her on, to tune into her senses and her sensual Mm. side, because I think this Mm. is a really important thing for women to do. And I'm talking about touch, sight, hearing, taste, sound, and figure out what are the senses that really turn you on the most. And I I even give my, my students in my classes a quiz so they can figure out which things they tune into most. But like, For an example, you know, with Laura, what she figured out was she was really turned on when when her husband would give her compliments. So it was a lot of, like, auditory stimulation for her. Mm. And also, it was touch. It was the sense of touch. So how could she get him to, you know, touch her, love her up a lot, you know? And then I also talk about figure out what, if you're in a relationship, figure out what your partner's triggers are. So for him, it was his sense of smell and sight and men a lot of them are very visual right so what right. she would do you know he she was a homemaker and he he would be out working all day and so what she would do when he was getting ready to come home whether she was in the garden puttering around or what whatever she was doing for the day she'd always jump in a quick shower make herself smell real nice make herself look a little prettier dress up the table a little bit light some candles and she always says I'm Italian. Of course I love to cook. And she loves to cook with garlic. Well, luckily, her husband loves the smell of garlic. So he would come in the house, smell how good it smelled, and see how good she looked. And that would cause him to, of course, start pouring on the compliments, wrap his arms around her. And before you know it, they had this, like, love fest going on. And (laughs) because what all of that does is it raises our oxytocin, which is a magical hormone. It's our cuddle hormone. It's our hormone of love. But oxytocin also increases the likelihood that we're going to have an orgasm, increases our likelihood even of multiple orgasms. So they got to the point where, well, actually what she did was she, she said, you know what, now I'm feeling so good, I've got to bring my husband to see you too. <laughs> so she came in too, treated him, That's... got them both on the same page, and like, and like you said, they're now having sex every day. <laughs> I know. 
That's incredible. She's like, I'm that, and, She's like, you got to come <laughs> home, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know my favorite hormone in the world is oxytocin? <laughs> and it should be for very good reason. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're talking with Dr. Jen Landa. If you're listening and you're going, could that happen to me? Could could I go from someone with an average or low or lacking sex drive to someone that's having all kinds of fun like Laura, who we just talked about having sex every day? The answer is absolutely yes. And I'm going to encourage you to go to her website, JenLandaMD, for medical doctor, JenLandaMD.com. You'll see all kinds of great information, her book and more. And there's programs, like a 30-day program to help you get your sex drive back, webinars, monthly Q&As, and more. Visit JenLandaMD.com. Dr. Jen, hang in there we're going to a couple uh, a break right now we're going to come back we're going to share more success stories of dr jen landa's clients that had no sex drive got it back and how their lives have changed and that's what the show is about positive talk radio bringing you solutions to life's challenges david essel in the box with you six to nine eastern three to six pacific every saturday XM Satellite Radio 168, streaming worldwide at talkdavid.com, 800-548-8255. Information on Jen Landa and her link, of course, to all of her stuff is at our website, talkdavid.com. Stay right there. a good time right here with David Essel live Saturdays 6 to 9 Eastern 3 to 6 Pacific broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles California XM Satellite Radio 168 streaming worldwide at talkdavid.com 1-800-548-8255 bringing you solutions to life challenges like right now we're talking to Dr. Jen Landa author of the Sex Drive Solution for Women she works with guys, too, as she said just a minute ago. Uh, JenLandaMD.com, JenLandaMD.com, JenLandaMD.com. Hey, Jen, I wanted to talk about another one of your clients, uh, a very interesting story here. Marilyn, a tough attorney, but was losing control of her emotions, and she also had no sex drive. Give us the, the, the lowdown on that one. Sure. So, yeah, Marlene, she she was a lawyer, but she's she's not only a lawyer, she's a litigator. So she's the bulldog lawyer, you know, the one who goes into the courtroom, really aggressive, great at what she does. But when she came into me, she'd had a hysterectomy, and so she really was hormonally depleted. She And she came in saying she's stressed, she's busy, she's overwhelmed. She, she was very emotional, which was really unusual for her. Normally, she's able to really control her emotions, keep them in check. And obviously, that was not coming in handy in the courtroom. <laughs> right. So in addition to that, we talked a lot about her stress because she really had a lot of stress. She was part of what I call the sandwich generation that mm-hmm. so many of us know nowadays. We aging parents that need our care and then teenage kids who also were still relying on her. So she she had stress all around, and um, we had been taught, we'd been she came in to me initially, and I treated her with estrogen and progesterone, the two hormones that we usually treat women with, 
even if they've had a hysterectomy, by the way, that's a big pet peeve of mine that a lot of gynecologists don't think that women need progesterone after they've had a hysterectomy, but progesterone has very positive effects on our breasts and on our brains and throughout the central nervous system, so I do believe in that. But Mm -hmm. anyway, that's an aside. So with her, (laughs) she came back in after the estrogen and progesterone. She was feeling somewhat better, but she really still didn't feel like herself. She felt like she's very physically fit, very physically active. She felt like she was still putting on fat when she usually had a fit and trim figure. She also still had hot flushes, which most people think the estrogen would take it away. But... um, So with her, some of it was dealing with the stress because a lot of people don't realize this, but there's a really strong link between hot flushes and stress. So we talked a lot about her stress. She wound up getting into yoga and really took to that. We also talked a lot about mindfulness. So tuning into the senses like I was just talking about with Laura, but also really being able to be in the moment, to be able to shut off all of that stress that she's dealing with all day long because that's a big sex problem that a lot of women have. Our minds are so busy and we've got so much to do that we have trouble shutting it all off. So we have to learn some relaxation techniques and practice some mindfulness techniques, being able to be in the moment. And then with Marlene, the other thing was the really magic key for her was testosterone. And and you know what, Dr. Jen, Dr. Jen, hold on. And that's so interesting because You know, I mean, you don't normally hear women being treated, at least in in the outside world, not not in your practice probably, but in the outside world, you wouldn't think that women would be treated with testosterone. It just doesn't seem normal, does it? Well, you're right. You know, as a gynecologist, I was never trained to treat women with testosterone, but there are some women that absolutely need testosterone. And Marlin is a typical, stereotypical, and I hate to be stereotypical about it, but it kind of holds true. The women who tend to be more fit and trim, more aggressive in their lifestyle, tend to really miss that testosterone. And when you take out a woman's ovaries especially, they become very depleted of testosterone. Hmm. And there are Hmm. studies that show that when you give those women testosterone, and I know a lot of people think, oh, my gosh, women have testosterone, but we do. And we have it in just a small amount, a tenth of what men have. But what it brings back to us is not only the sex drive, which, yes, definitely the sex drive in a big way, but also our energy, our memory, our mood. It actually, testosterone acts as women's emotional shield. So that crying kind of weepiness that she was experiencing and trouble controlling her emotions, the testosterone was a big part of it for her. And, of course, she got her sex drive back, too. So she loves (laughs) her testosterone and is on it for years already. (laughs) <laughs> she loves her testosterone. We're, we're talking with Dr. Jen Landa, author of The Sex Drive Solution. For more information, go to JenLandaMD.com. There's a 30-day program there to get your sex drive back, webinars, monthly Q&As. There's so much more. And she, you can already tell by the passion in her voice. She loves what she does, and she was there. So not only does she lo- love what she does, but she was in that situation where she lost her own sex drive as well. Dr. Jen, 25 seconds. Leave us with some tips, some motivation for our listeners. Well, tips or motivation. Hmm. One tip that people just love and I love giving out is Vaginal moisture, we didn't get to. I wanted to tell you about a third success story, but we didn't get to it. So vaginal moisture, how can you bring back vaginal moisture? One tip that I love is extra virgin coconut oil. People are always surprised when I say that, but you can get it from the natural food store, 
and it smells great. It tastes great. It's easy to use. People love, love, love it, and it's great vaginal moisture. Another last little tip to leave you with. You know what, honey? You know what? We, yes. We've got to run. we got to run. But Jen Landa, MD, for more information on all the great work she does. And Jen, I'm so f- glad we finally got you back. It's great to talk to you again. Awesome. Thanks, David. Okay. Bye, honey. 1-800-548-8255. TalkDavid.com to find out more about our guest and this show. TalkDavid.com. Stay there.